Okay, so let's talk anxiety, major life changes, coping with change. How do we deal with major changes in our life when there is so much uncertainty, anxiety, and chaos around? You're now listening to The Self-Development Collective, a podcast and community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be. Um, So I want to go into what I'm struggling with at the moment, or not struggling, but the big change that's happening. Obviously, some of you might know that I'm pregnant. Um, The belly's there, I promise, (laughs) hidden beneath the table and the chair. Um, And it's been a really interesting experience because um, something that I've struggled with since losing my brother, and if you want to hear more about that story, I will add the episode below. Um, it was really interesting. I was talking to my counselor and she, um, and I struggle with big life changes just because I feel like every life change cements his loss. So I've always, since his past found major life changes really challenging. And something that she said to me was, um, that, you know, if I was to be diagnosed, I would be considered to have major, uh, adjustment disorder. So I would be someone that would be considered who really has like, um, excessive anxiety over changes, And that's been really interesting to understand. And again, this wasn't a formal diagnosis. She was just giving me an indication of the amount of anxiety, like it's it's really next level, the amount of anxiety I feel when I'm dealing with a major life change. So falling pregnant and being pregnant and anticipating this huge change has been anxiety fueling for me. It's been so hard coping with the idea of change, um, figuring out how I can deal with it. But I came across something recently that really helped. So I was like, what a great idea to share this in an episode because there's so many of us trying to deal with major life changes or major changes in life that are really struggling. So I found, um, I got rec- I was recommended a, ther- uh, a therapist to read on. Her name's Virginia Satia and she's really, um, she's considered the founding mother of all key contributors to family therapy. And I was reading some of her work and it was really, really good. Um, I find it really interesting. I was reading, it's called the Satya model in case you would like to read it. And I came across something at the perfect time. So she has um, what's called the Satya process of change. So she talks about the processes that we go through, the steps we go through, the experiences we go through during change. And it was really interesting because I came across um, step number three, which is chaos. And she deter- she refers to chaos as when the, si- the system is operating in ways we cannot predict. So chaos is usually something that happens after the status quo is changing. So the status quo is our current life, where we're sitting, um, you know, what we're familiar with. So obviously for me, the status quo was not being pregnant. Um And status quo, I don't think meaning like status quo in the usual sense. It's just for me, I interpret it as, okay, the status quo, what is the average life like for me right now? And so it was very easy, um, you know, living with my husband, that was our status quo, that was our familiar. So obviously now that we have fallen pregnant and I'm due in two weeks, um, quite a bit of chaos happening throughout these past nine months as I start to reflect on the changes in my body, the changes in my mind, the changes in the home, the changes in the relationship. There is so much happening and that's a thing when we learn to deal with major life changes, it affects every area of our life, right? So 
And coping with this change has been really interesting because it's it's been a bit of a challenge. I'm not going to lie. It has been challenging to um, consider the changes that are coming because I understand the identity shifts that can happen. And this is something I was talking to my counselor with. Every time we go through a major life change, it involves adjusting that status quo, right? It's adjusting the average way that we live, the normalized, familiar way that we live. That is what change is. It's changing that status quo. Now, I really liked reading this um, process of change because it reminded me of how normal it is to feel this anxiety when change comes. It is so normal to fear the unknown because as human beings, we don't like the unknown. Our brain doesn't like it. Our brain likes to keep us in, keep us surviving, right? And so to keep us surviving, we need to know what's going to happen, anticipate it. Um, So that's something that I wanted to bring to you because... I think something that we forget when we're trying to deal with change is we focus on how to fix the anxiety. We focus on how to fix the fear rather than normalizing the fear and normalizing the anxiety and understanding that it's part of a process. And for me, that was really interesting because I was like, oh, I see. I'm clearly in this stage of chaos. And that in and of itself, accepting that I was at that stage and understanding why, because I was moving, I'm moving from one form of familiar to a new area of learning where I have to create a new form of familiar is why this chaos is coming up. So that's why I wanted to share with you the Satya process of change because it, it helped me to normalize the anxiety that I'm feeling, the fear that I'm feeling. And I hope that it, this episode can do the same for you just by us discussing it and understanding that chaos and feeling anxiety during this time is normal. And chaos is something that Satya says, which is lovely, is chaos is where the healing begins. So I know for me, this is a really chaotic time because again, trying to cope with this major life change, trying to understand what my life is going to look like um, is scary. Um, And also I find it challenging too because, you know, I have, I was a carer for my brother and that was really hard. And I know at the moment, my brain, the only experience my brain has for caring for another human being hasn't been a very positive experience in the sense that seeing that human being struggle. So for me, any sort of caretaker role, anything that resembles that is quite triggering. So I've also had to understand that my brain right now is looking at the situation of having a child and also feeling like I'm going to be stuck in that same helpless, overwhelmed position that I was when I was a carer because naturally our brain goes to the experience it's closest. And I know obviously that is not going to be the experience as a parent, but understanding that my body and the memory, the memories of the trauma have definitely impacted the way that I've handled this pregnancy and the way that I've handled this change. So how do we manage the process of change, what do we do in the stage of chaos? So firstly, the important thing is when we're in this stage of chaos is to acknowledge that it is normal. Acknowledge that the fear and the anxiety during this stage is normal and to know where we're at is sometimes just enough. So for me to see that process of change and say, oh, I see, this is the stage that happens before I start to integrate all the learning, before I start to become a mum and learn and create my new normal. Chaos is here and it's okay because it's normal. It's normal for us to feel this chaos, this anxiety, this fear during major life changes. First, second thing is to look at the expectations of this change. So looking at what we're expecting to happen, um, how we feel about that, 
and just talking through it with our loved ones. So I've had a lot of chats with my mom and with my husband about what we're expecting with the baby, what we're thinking might happen. And again, you know, uncertainty, with everything with uncertainty with change, we can't guarantee. But sometimes just talking about the expectations that we're, we're looking at having with this change is important because it helps to bring out the feelings that we're having as well. So for example, talking about breastfeeding and how overwhelming it might be, how difficult it might be, has helped me to anticipate the struggle, the uncertainty of it a bit, so that I feel as though I'm getting it um, when I get there, I feel a bit more familiar or I can understand that it is a difficult process. Um, or it is a difficult thing to go through. So I think sometimes just talking about the feelings of change and the expectations that we're looking at with this change is really important just to have a chat with our loved ones, um, to know what we're up for, to get an idea. Obviously, it doesn't always turn out that way. But again, just having those discussions with the people we love can be really, really helpful. And also, it has been helpful for me because the expectations I've had about what this might look like has been a little bit different if I hadn't gone through grief. And because I've had conversations with people that I love that are close to me, they've been able to pull me back and say, hey, this is you being a parent. This is not you being a carer of someone who's unwell. And reminding me of the different expectations, um, the different experiences this could be like. So that's another important thing as well. Which leads me on to the next point, which again is from Virginia Satir about how we can manage this chaos. Another thing we can do is separating the past from the present. So the challenge is that our brains love to keep us safe, which means they like to use past experiences to try and judge future outcomes, right? So when we're in this stage of chaos, the anxiety is usually stemming from us fearing a future that we feel that we might know will happen based on what we have seen. So it's also important when we're in that stage of chaos to separate the past from the present. And that has been really helpful for me also because again, dealing with those feelings of change, chatting to people about the expectations has helped me to separate the past from the present. It's helped me to separate my fear of the situation of becoming a parent versus being a carer and the challenges I had there. Because again, a normal part of trauma is that we usually expect the same outcome if the situation even resembles it. And our body does that automatically, right? So the anxiety I have is something that's come up quite a bit, um, is again, part of a natural process of that chaos of my body and my mind trying to prep me for the unknown so that I can survive it. So what does my mind do? It goes to the closest situation that I have, which for me at this point in time is being a carer to my brother. So being able to chat that out with people that are important to us, maybe it's a mental health professional, whatever, um, whoever's your go-to, your support is really important because again, it's about separating the past from the present. And that in itself has helped me too as I start to understand that this situation is going to be different to my past because it's not the same situation. But I had to go through those steps and recognize that for myself. Now, another thing we can do to manage chaos is to tap into inner resources. Now, this goes back to self-trust, self-esteem, self-confidence. I love this step because it reminds me of a book I read called Feel, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. So another big thing when it comes to coping with change in life, um, dealing with major changes, dealing with the anxiety and uncertainty that comes with changes, our biggest fear, and this is from Susan Jeffers, her book, um, feel the fear and do it anyways. It's a great book. She says our biggest fear when it comes to stepping out of our comfort zone, dealing with the things that we're most scared of is that we won't be able to cope. 
And that is definitely something I can relate to. I completely understand. And when I read that, I was like, oh my God, this is so true. So sometimes when you look at the fear and anxiety that's coming with major life changes and you dig deep, it comes down to that fear that we will not cope, that we will not be able to handle it. And you'd be surprised how much it goes back to that primal fear of not being able to survive it. So something that she says is simply saying, I can handle this. I can handle this. And that for me has been such a simple thing, but it's so powerful when we allow ourselves to remind ourselves of what we've managed, what we've dealt with before. And sometimes it helps to reflect on situations where you've coped, where you have managed, where you've come out better than you've expected, where you've managed things. And something that I think of often is how difficult it was um, seeing my brother the way he is, but also understanding how I coped through the challenges and how I managed and how I handled the situation and reminding myself that I had the strength to handle it. And so I continuously tell myself, I can handle this. I can handle this. And a reminder that I got when I was really struggling, and I remember I was texting my friend who's a psychologist. I said to him, I'm really struggling at the moment. I feel like I'm not coping. He turned around to me and he said, the definition of coping is struggling but continuing on. So sometimes it's recognizing in the chaos and in the struggle that we are coping. Just because we are struggling with it doesn't mean we're not coping. It just... Sometimes that struggle is part of the process, part of the learning process. And that definitely was the case for me. I'm not saying we should stay struggling, definitely seek help, but don't be angered or frustrated at the fact that we're struggling because that is part of coping. We get into that stage of struggle, we seek help. We get into that stage of struggle and we seek help again. So I love that step or that reminder of just tapping into our inner resources when it comes to dealing with major change. Think back to the things you have handled. Remind yourself that you can handle this and know that it's just a normal fear of ours that we will not cope. But again, constantly reminding ourselves and rewiring our brain by going back to the situations where we've handled and coped with things gives us, reminds us of our inner resources and gives us the confidence to know that we can manage what's coming with these major life changes. Okay, so the next step um, that she recommends when it comes to coping with change is to then return to the present. So reframing the situation. So for me, this kind of happened slowly where I was like, okay, understanding my expectations, understanding the stress that I'm expecting because I've been a carer and I, I know what it's like to look after someone. Then separating the past from the present and saying, okay, you know, this is not the same situation. I'm not a carer. This is a child. There will be joyous moments. This is not about looking after someone who's sick. Tapping into the inner resources, reminding myself that I've looked after someone and been exhausted and I've looked after someone and been pushed to my limits. I can handle this. I can handle it. Tapping into my inner resources. Looking at the past, that's helped quite a bit. And now it's about returning to the present, reframing the situation. So something for me is I've also looked at the joy that comes with being a parent, the things that I get to look forward to about being a parent, the experiences I'm going to have, um, noticing the beautiful moments that other parents have just when I'm out and about and I see things. So that's for me how I've returned to the present and how I've reframed the situation. I've really had to look at the joy and the things that are coming out of this, like the fact that my family are really excited as well and everyone's buying things and getting really, you know, talking about moments and I get to see all of that side of my family that I haven't seen yet, uh, which is really lovely as well. So now it's about returning back to that present moment, which is right now, and reframing the situation. So what's 
what's what might be on its way for you what might this change bring um what are we forgetting because we're really in that place of anxiety and fear and discomfort and we're not thinking about the things that could happen right now? Or sometimes it's just about returning to the present and making decisions that we can we can right now, which might just be to remind ourselves we can handle this or call a friend. But again, reframing the situation is another way that we can manage by coming back into the present and trying to see the situation in a different light. So again, for me, that's just been reflecting on what it might look like to be a mum, the joys that it can bring and everything and how it looks different. So when you think about these major life changes, again, what are these changes going to bring for you? How is it going to make your life look different? What positive things are going to come out? What growth is going to come out of this for you? And finally, her step, which I really love, is honoring the self in present terms. So something I've really... um, I always like to remind myself is self-compassion. For me, honoring the self has a lot to do with how we speak to ourselves. So I really practice self-compassion, trying to understand that this is a normal experience for me. You're doing a great job talking to myself as I would a friend, Um, really honoring the needs that I have as well at the moment. So if I'm having a really anxious day, it's about relying more on Um, my network, relying more on my people, not being afraid to ask for support, make an appointment with my psych, um, making sure that I'm doing things to honor the the feelings that are coming up for me and the experiences that I'm having. And that's another thing as well. So just remember that during this change, honoring yourself by being self-compassionate, by seeking help um, is really another great way to, and also acknowledging the fact that you're coping. The fact that you're you're making these changes, the fact that you're thinking of what's coming for you and finding the courage to take those steps. Again, another part of honoring yourself. Now, finally, I just want to remind you and talk to you about the next stage, which comes after chaos. And that is eventually what happens after chaos is we move into the integration of new learning. So new security, new comfort, new hope. And then we create our new status quo. Now, I love that because sometimes to cope with the discomfort, we need to know what's coming up for us. And for me, that was definitely the case because I could actually see, hey, this is coming up for me. I see that I'm in the chaos stage, but I also know that I'm going to hit this stage where I'm going to have all these new learnings, new baby, new experiences, have to figure everything out, and then I'm going to create a new status quo. I'm going to create a new normal and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to handle it. And again, that's also that whole thing of reflecting on and reframing the situation, isn't it? So I hope you found these steps helpful because I know dealing with major change, the anxiety, the uncertainty is so challenging. And again, I'm here with you because I understand and I've definitely felt that on a personal level. And that's why I'm bringing you this episode today. This is a very personal episode. Um, When it comes to being a mum, Um, becoming a mum or the anxiety, the change in pregnancy, but any sort of major life change, any change challenges our sense of familiar, changes our sense of identity. And this is how, this is why dealing with major life change can be challenging. But again, remembering the steps that we spoke about and remembering that being in the chaos phase is part of change. Feeling that anxiety and that fear is part of change and those steps that we spoke about can help us to manage that as we go. But again, don't forget to normalize it, to sit with it, to work through it the way you can with whatever steps that I gave you resonate with you. But I hope you found this episode helpful. 
don't forget to make sure to check below. We have a free resources library and don't forget any links I mentioned will be in the description. But otherwise, thank you so much for listening today and I will catch you in the next episode.